0: Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. I am here with Kevin Kranitsky, the author of The Still Point. Welcome, Kevin, for being here today.
1: Great to be here. Thank you.
0: I am so excited to talk to you. I flew through this book. It's so profound. I, lo- I just love the formant- formatting, the questions and answers throughout this whole thing. It was just so easy to read. So, why don't you tell me what inspired you to write this?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, there was a period where uh, I had moved into kind of relative isolation. And after kind of contemplating experience and working through um, working through a lot of this, uh, there was a bit of a shift in, in identity away from uh, the way we commonly um, feel ourselves to be, which is to be a body-mind kind of moving through the world uh, as an independent entity, um, <clears throat> into that aspect of us that doesn't change, that doesn't come and go. And because of that, at, at that point, uh, it was I was kind of furiously spending time in contemplating that, in meditation and meditation, and, and sitting, and really trying to, um, you know, tr- trying to uh, kind of deepen that that sense of identity shift. And at a, at a certain point during one of these uh, one of these periods, one of these days, a, a thought came that a book called The Still Point would be would be written. Uh, and that really was the inspiration it it um, It was about five years, really, from that point to when the books you know I was able to actually begin to to write to write the book, but that inspiration was there kind of in the background during those next five years before uh, it actually uh, you know it actually began to be put into words
0: Wow, five years. Gosh, yes. It takes a long time to write a book. But so were you getting the messages? um, Were they like downloading to you as you were writing?
1: No, you know, I think I I think that five year period, honestly, was was simply more of a, a period of immersing, immersing immersing myself and immersing the mind into, into the, into that being, into the, into the still point itself, into that recognition. And, you know, most importantly during that time, the, the, the way that outward life was, was changing, it's changing in a way to be much more consistent with that recognition. And, you know, it, it, it seemed like there needed to be, um, the mind needed to be really bathed in its source enough, um, for enough a long enough period of time and then at a certain point it just felt like you know okay i I could sit down and 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 begin really begin to uh to write and the questions would come and then you know the answers the answers would come from that silence uh, ultimately so it was it was truly like that period was really nothing more than um you know, in no way were, were things coming in it, you know, they only came in that in the moment when I was sitting and actually writing the book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So talk a little bit about what is the still point?
1: Yeah. So the still point is the word that I used to describe what has really been described throughout, um, throughout the ages. It's, it's the perennial philosophy of the recognition of ourself, the recognition of, um our self aware being that aspect of ourself that doesn't come and doesn't go and the recognition of which is also the recognition that we share that being uh, that the eye mm-hmm. that looks out from my eyes what i call i what what yes. is felt as the sense of me of i am is is identical with with yours for example and that's ultimately you know i mentioned that it's called the still point it, it's been called many things in different traditions awareness being Holy spirit, uh, you know, many Tao, many, many words have been used to describe it.
0: Yes. So, so are you saying then in order to recognize it, you must be still?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because in truth, yes, I, I think that that's, you know, there's great wisdom in, the um, perennial philosophy, you know, "Be still and know that I am God," for example, as as a quote that we've heard, um, you know, from the from the Judeo Christian tradition. There is, in in fact, uh, great wisdom in that because the the normal our normal state of attention is given almost exclusively to our experience. It's given to thoughts. It's given to our emotions. To what we see, hear, feel, touch, smell. You know. And this is the still point is that aspect of ourselves, which knows that. And yes. as you said, you know, for us to, to get still, for us to essentially uh, withdraw our attention from everything in experience, uh, it's then um, much easier to recognize that aspect of ourselves, which knows that experience. So yes, in essence, yes. yes.
0: Okay, so why is it important, do you think, to recognize and understand the still point?
1: yeah, well, you know in, in it, when you look at when you look at the world and certainly my own experience was you know was an example of this, having personally had a, a lot of anxiety and um, you know growing up and and really throughout my life, and just a a, a lot of conflict in, in in relationships and and whatnot. There there was this um, this very kind of lifelong sense that something isn't quite right here. You know, life isn't being enjoyed. Life there there isn't a continual stream of contentment and peace. Uh, and also at a certain point, you you see that not only. Is this like an epidemic of humanity? Right, we're, we're we're anxious, we're depressed, we're fearful. Or even if if not blatantly, there's a for most of us there's a sense of um, we're not completely fulfilled. There's something wrong, you know. And um, we also of course then have the manifestation of this in the world conflict. You know, we, we have conflict between nations and, and, and racism and, and, you know, pandemics and famine and all of these things in the world are all ultimately due to the fact that we have forgotten uh, as, as, as a race, we have forgotten our true nature and we have forgotten that that true nature is is shared. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's important for the individual mostly. Because you can only recognize this in yourself. You can't impose this on anyone else. Everyone has to, of course, come to this recognition themselves. But, you know, it's the only way to come to a lasting peace and lasting happiness in life. And further than that, you see that if this then becomes... You know, if we return to this recognition, it's the only way that we can solve the problems of the world as well. The wars and the famines and the pandemics and all of these issues. So I I think it's quite frankly, it is the most critical, uh, the most critical element um, that humanity needs to get back to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people will resonate with the fact where you say that um, you had discord in your relationships and anxiety, and I, I also have anxiety, and so I am trying. That's why I have you on the show. I'm. That's why I'm reading these books is to take a step back and be self aware, to be aware, to be part of this greater whole that we're not just. We're not individuals so much as we're part of this greater consciousness um so let's talk about the ego like where does this all fit in
1: yeah yeah the the ego is the belief in being a separate individuated self uh it is it is predominantly the belief that what we are is is the body and the mind and Thus, we have, um, we have, of course, we, we believe we share the limitations of the body. And the mind. when the body dies, we die. What we essentially are, um, dies. And it, it further to being a belief for the majority of, uh, you know, unfortunately, for still the majority of, of people on this planet, it, it's also a felt sense. It, it is also the felt sense of operating as an individuated self, an individuated body moving through the world. Uh, in a world of others, in a world of otherness, you know, that's, um, that's other than us. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is ultimately, you know, what, uh, what the, what the ego is. Essentially it is the, uh, the opposite of the truth of the matter, which is the fact that our being is whole and complete and shared by all.
0: Yeah. So how does one's life change Mm -hmm. and, how, if you want to talk about how your life has changed since you recognize the still point.
1: Yeah, well, the, you know, the ego, when the ego is the operating system, is our operating system, almost all, uh, we, we come to see that almost all or many of the thoughts that are arising are based upon that belief system. And our actions, therefore, are based upon that belief system. We, we act and interact with others as if we are separate, isolated selves. And others are, of course, other, you know, th- than us. And th- this creates, um, this creates all of those issues ultimately that we talked about the anxiety, the, the fear, uh, the lack, um, you know, the, the lack beliefs, of course, the fear of extinction, the fear of death. So when we, when we come to recognize that simple sense of being and we spend time, um, in immersing ourselves in that over and over again, the 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 long held structures or conditioned beliefs of the ego begin to drop away and begin to fade. And uh, ultimately, you know, there's um, fear diminishes. Uh, things like the, the fear of lack and the fear of death eventually um, go away. Uh, our relationships begin to improve um, and, you know, we're, we're able to uh, move through the world in kind of a vastly different way than, um, than we did when we were under the belief system of uh, being an isolated, separate self.
0: Yeah. And so what are some practices that you recommend in your book to get to the still point?
1: The, the book is really written about something called the direct approach or or, or the direct path if you will and and this is the approach of going directly to the felt sense of awareness that we have we we all can we all have a felt sense of i am felt sense of being and it's it's always present if it wasn't present it's the knowing aspect of our experience If, if it wasn't present we couldn't we wouldn't have any experience it's it's the irreducible aspect of of our uh, of our experience so it, we go directly to the recognition of that and then we we return to that over and over again we return to it in what we can call meditation when we sit mm-hmm. quietly as as we discussed a little earlier in terms of you know not not giving all our attention to the senses but just letting our experience be and, and sitting as that being itself without attaching ourselves to thoughts or to emotions, letting them simply come and go, letting them rise and fall. And over time, over time, our, uh, our identity, we, we begin to recognize that this is what we've called I our entire lives. This is really what we fundamentally are. Um, so, so the practice is then returning to that over and over again. Again, whether you're sitting quietly in in meditation, or in fact, in the face of, of of all experience, because that being that knowing aspect is is ever present. It is always uh, it is always present at all times.
0: Yeah, you know what I really liked about one part of your book where it was some, like, how is your how would your life change and. One of your answers was like, even if you're cleaning, instead of like being like, oh, hate, you know, this is mundane, you look at it and be like, well, I'm doing this. It, it benefits my health. It benefits my family's health. It's for the greater good. And I really loved taking just a simple task and looking at the deeper meaning of it rather than just like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. So, um, yeah. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Well,
1: I, yeah, I, I think that, you know, when when you're anchored in being, when you're anchored in the still point, then the the tasks or whatever is happening in the world, whatever you're doing or you're not doing, tends to really, really flow uh, in, in, a, in a different way than when you're completely immersed in the outcome of what may or may not happen, you know what what you may or may not get from that particular task. It's it's that that uh, that end gaining, if you will, which we we all tend to do, goes away, and we're focused, kind of concentrated in the now, in the moment. So the task that we're doing, it, whatever you know, whatever that is, becomes the focus in and of itself, and. It, it's it's very akin to kind of being in the zone. You know, you hear uh, sports, uh, for example, analogies being in the zone. It's very much like that, but it's it's not you know restricted to a, a sport. You could be sweeping the floor, or yeah. you could be cooking, or you could be doing something that's uh, much more complex. But yeah. the focus is on that uh, really uh, in the in the now, and and the being mm. is. Uh, the, the non-changing being is really what is what is primary, and it leads, of course, to uh, that flow-like state which we've all experienced. Which you know, experience is kind of wonderful in, in that regard, you know, where uh, we're freed from the so-called uh, outcome of that uh, experience, and, and very often because of that, it, you're much more effective in in yeah. whatever it is that you're doing or saying or writing uh, be, because of that uh, because of that release
0: yeah I love that you say that you let go of the outcome because I think many of us, including myself, try to control the outcome of something, but if you're just in the zone, if you're just focusing on what you're doing, you're not thinking of the future, you're not thinking about what's going to happen, and oftentimes because you're present, things just work out like I just feel like things just work out
1: yeah yeah i I agree, I agree with that it's uh you know, it, there's a great power and, um, a, a great, uh, a great power to being truly in, in, in the now. There's no question about it.
0: Yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay. So tell me how your book is different than others on the market. The,
1: the, the hallmark I think of the book is that it, it relentlessly, Takes the reader back to themselves. It, it's relentlessly pointing the reader back to the still point. Um, it's it's not a book for the most part. It, it, you know, if someone's interested in acquiring new information or new knowledge about spirituality or meditation, it, it there will be, of course, you know, little tidbits in there about certain teachers and really interesting, you know, aspects and points uh, about that. But in in truth, it just Continually points the reader back to themselves, meaning that it's it's somewhat meditative, and I think that if you know, it's the type of book that should be read slowly, um, and 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 you should allow the words to really direct you, the reader, to that aspect of yourself that knows the words. Um, in in that regard, uh, I think that the book served that purpose. It served mm-hmm. that purpose of just a relentless pointing back to the still point, point you know, of our true being.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got that. So, um, who will benefit most from this book?
1: Certainly, any anyone who is drawn to it in in any way, if if there's a, uh, you know, one of the one of the great, I think realities of of all of this is that there are there are many many people who haven't reached that point of of turning around, haven't reached that point of kind be kind of being exhausted uh, with um, suffering. If you will, with the with the state of resistance that most most of the world still still lives in, and until that point is reached, it's 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 very difficult. It, it probably won't resonate very much um, for 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 many people. But when someone has reached that point, when someone has kind of had that willingness, that little willingness, as it's described by many many traditions, to really begin to question um, all of the beliefs that they've held. Uh, because they, they haven't been working, you know, that that's the the primary, uh, you know, the primary issue, whether it's anxiety or fear or whatever it may be, uh, for, for those, for those people, I think it it can be, um, it can be a, a great benefit.
0: I love that. It's, it's like you put it out there and who needs it will find it. And I, I wholly believe in that philosophy. I, I think people are drawn to it when they're ready. And th- there's that quote, um, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? And- uh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, it, in, since that book, since the book was published, I've, I've come to really see that. More and more, you know, it, it, it's very, very apparent. It, I mentioned, I think many times in the book, the danger of trying to go out and proselytize this as a philosophy or try to force this on individuals doesn't work. It's, it's, it, in fact, I think it's counterproductive, you know, to, to yeah. do that. I think people who are fascinated with, um, you know, continue to be fascinated with experience and still have a great belief that the answer could lie in experience need, need to do that. They need to exhaust that. Yeah. Uh, they can't, you know, it has to be their own individual decision that kind of says, all right, I, I this isn't working, you know, I, I, I there, there must be another way. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. and in, in that regard, it's 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 very much exactly what you said. You you put it out, and and you know, those who um those who need it will 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 find it in some way,
0: yeah, yeah. So, what so someone does find this, and they're reading it, what would you like them to take away from it?
1: Simply the, simply the fact that, this, that they are the still point. Uh, you know, the still point is what we all essentially are. And the still point um, is unbroken peace and happiness itself. So if we, when we come to see that, you can imagine uh, a world or a society in which an increasing number of uh, Of people come to see this it 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 would be a beautiful a beautiful world and a beautiful society, and you know it it of course it of course begins with the individual because for that individual there's a a transcendence of really the the knot of fear and and contraction that we all have um, when we uh believe and feel that we are
0: separate beings yeah. 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 There's almost a comfort. There's, there's there's a comfort in knowing that you're part of this greater whole because when you feel separated, that that's what causes the anxiety. That's what I, that's what I'm getting from this right now. So, wow, this is mind blowing. So, um, where can the people who want to find this book, find it?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's everywhere online. You know, you, you, you can, you can just Google the still point. Um, with my name or you know there's not many books called the still point, but you can find it online it's on Amazon barnes and noble you know any of the any of the outlets and there's a website um i have a, a website author dot com where people can get in touch with me if they want and you know um the, you know and I'll certainly respond you know to them uh there's it's it's not it isn't hard to find. Uh, at this point, you probably can't walk into your local bookstore and find it, of course. Um, again, those, you know, most of the books there are, uh, are reserved, are, are reserved for the out, the outgoing, uh, you know, search for entertainment and, you know, something yeah. new, uh, and yes, whatnot, but, yes. um, but it is available readily on, online.
0: Well, great. I appreciate you talking to me this morning and I think your message is divine and I hope, if, hey, listeners, viewers, <laughs> pick this up. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you, Annie Catherine. It was it was wonderful. Really
0: enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Soulful Series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful Series is a Vienna Studios production produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlino. Catch you next time, part of the ACAST community.